Hello, Andy Goddard here, one of the producers of Wooden Overcoats. Of course, you know that as a listener. You've heard my voice before. But I bring exciting news. The fundraiser is going exceedingly well. We have been completely blown over by your generosity and help. As I speak, 543 of you have chucked in contributions, bringing us to just under 13,000 of our 15 grand total. So first and foremost, thank you so, so much for all that you have given so far. However, uh, there's always a however, but however, we're not quite there yet. While the goal is in sight, it's not yet in hand. We still need your help and ideally a bit of your money if possible. So, while you're listening to this week's fun fragment, type in Wooden Overcoats Indiegogo on your search engine of choice and have a look through the rewards and see which ones appeal to you. Remember, this will be our last ever campaign, so if you've not had a chance to chip in before, this really is your last shot. And to sweeten the deal, we're running a little competition, which I'll tell you all about after the show. Right, without further ado, here's fun fragment number two. Fun fragments of wooden overcoats. Antigone struggles to let go in Autumn Cleaning by Gabrielle Watts. No, no, no. Don't need that. Don't need that. They definitely don't need that. George! Ah! For God's sake, Antigone, you gave me a heart attack. Wait, why were you screaming? Because you were screaming. It's frightening. Don't do it again or you're sacked. You're the one bursting through the trap door. Well, you're the one in the attic scuttling about and making a racket. I can hear it all the way from the mortuary. Sorry about that. There isn't a lot of space to move up here. You shouldn't be up here at all. How many times have we told you that the attic is off limits? Yeah, I know that. So why have you broken the rules? To be honest, I thought you were hiding something I wasn't meant to find. Like a body. That's literally the one thing you'd expect to find in the funeral home, Georgie. Which makes it the perfect place to hide one. I'm on to you. No, you're not. Now stop messing around and tell me what you're really doing up here. Okay. So when I couldn't find the hidden body... There's no hidden body. I decided I ought to do a spring clean. In October. All right. It's an autumn clean. Stop splitting hairs. I'll split hairs if I want to. It's my attic and you've no right to be up here. Antigone, look at this place. You two have enough crap in here to sink a battleship. You should have a clear out. And what if we don't want to clear out? Well, can you think of a reason to keep a collection of regional boggle variants? No. Or a barrel of monkey with no monkeys? No. How about the antiques roadshow on Betamax? No! Right then. Hand me a bin bag and let's get clean. Now stop right there! These things may be worthless, but they're too valuable to throw away. If it's broken, it's chucked, and if it isn't, it's going to the Reverend. He can donate them to worthy causes. Though where he's going to put Frank and Teddy, I don't want to know. <gasps> Dr. Bear is a family heirloom. You can't give him away. Antigone, it's possessed. You're my best friend. What's wrong with that? Let's bury the dead. I'll rest my curse. He was very supportive in my early years. Okay, you can keep the mouldy old bear, but we have to get rid of something. All right, all right, but I'm going to supervise. Will you actually let me get rid of anything, like... an old Ouija board? No. You don't believe in ghosts. But what if they believe in me? Okay, then. What about these old gem jars? They've got something inside them. Oh, my God, these are animals. And beautifully embalmed, don't you think? Considering they're my first. Our father wouldn't let me practice on people, so I had to work on whatever I could find. A rat, a sparrow, 
two pigeons. And an earthworm. He was challenging. And this is... It's a cat, isn't it? <gasps> oh! That's Sylvester. He had a very dignified funeral. And then you... Stuffed him, yes. Oh, he's still soft. Go on, you stroke him. No. I guess we're not getting rid of him. You can't ask someone to throw away their cat. Okay. These should be easy, though. Three notebooks, only half full. I think you'll find they're still half empty. Now put them down. Hang on, these are diaries. From way back. I was at school, and they're not diaries, they're scientific logs. November 5th. Jamie spoke to me today. I ignored him. What are those above the eyes? Yeah. Well, they're hearts, obviously. They don't look like hearts. They're not cartoons, they're anatomically correct. And you'll be keeping these? Of course I will. If you're so keen to get rid of something, then take the accordion. You played an accordion? No, it's Rudyard's. He went through a musical phase at school, kept going on about bands. Oh, he wanted to be in a band? No, he wanted to be a band, like Dick Van Dyke in Mary Poppins. Except Rudyard thought he could do it better. He's not bad on a mandolin. He's terrible on everything else, so throw it away. And while you're at it, you can have his chess set, pirate ship, dinosaur and Thunderbird 3. And take this football too, it's never been used. Antigone, we can't just take all of Rudyard's stuff. We need to throw out half the junk in here just to cross from one side to the other without killing ourselves. Well, half the stuff is his, so throw it out and you've achieved your goal. That's not fair. You've got to make concessions. I don't see why. He doesn't come up here, he'd never notice. You never come up here either. Well, I have now, and you're not getting rid of my things. And I can prove to you that Rudyard's clutter is worse than mine. Oh, really? Yes! Go on, then. Prove it. <laughs> oh, God, what is it? Suet pudding. <laughs> he made it for Mother 24 years ago. She didn't want it, but he refused to throw it out, just in case she changed her mind. OK, okay point taken. Pass me the accordion. We're upstairs! Shh, Georgie, he won't find us if we keep quiet. If the Reverend calls, I don't live here anymore, and it wasn't my fault anyway. Antigone! We'll wait till it's dark and dispose of his things. You mean we're not going to tell him? Of course we aren't. He'd only try and keep it all. What does he know about autumn cleaning? What's that? Cluedo. Want to play? Yes, why not? Autumn Cleaning was written by Gabrielle Watts and was performed by Beth Eyre as Antigone, Kira Baxendale as Georgie and Felix Trench as Rudyard, with additional voices by Tom Crowley. The script was edited by David K. Barnes and the production manager was Elizabeth Campbell. Music composed by James Whittle. The programme was recorded at the Coach House Studio and was directed and produced by Andy Goddard and John Wakefield. Hope you enjoyed that. We certainly really enjoyed making it. It's such a pleasure to be making Wooden Overcoats again. Remember, you can help us make a whole proper series of these by heading over to our Indiegogo page. We're so, so close to being able to make season four for you. So head over there now. Go on, now, to go and be a part of helping us finish the story. Right, competition time. I did promise. Okay, so, Eric Chapman had a favourite cocktail a long time ago. But what was in it, and what was it called? This year, we're running a competition to create and name a cocktail, which will appear in the show, and will be drunk by Eric. So what is it? That's what we're asking you for. And why hasn't Eric drunk it in the series yet? 
To enter, all you have to do is chuck some money into the Indiegogo and leave a comment on the page with a description of the cocktail and what it's called. There will be one winner. Enter by this Friday and we'll decide over the weekend and announce the winner on the next fun fragment. Meanwhile, if you're after something a little more historical while you're waiting for the next fun fragment, we'd like to recommend Outliers, Stories from the Edge of History. Created by Historic Royal Palaces and Rusty Quill, Outliers is a fiction podcast that tells stories about famous events from the point of view of people who never held the limelight. Subscribe to Outliers on your podcast app of choice as soon as possible. There's one series already available, and their second season launches on November the 5th. With scripts from the creators of Ars Paradoxica, Our Fair City, and, you know, us, Wooden Overcoats, amongst others, it's going to be an exciting blend of code-breaking, witchcraft, executions, and a really big fire. And in the meantime, the first season has a very funny episode about Anne of Cleves that our own David wrote. So definitely go and listen to that. And the others. You know what? Listen to all of them. It's a great series. Anyway, you've heard quite enough from me. See you next time on the next fun fragment in a bit.